0: listening to the Thornapple Valley Church podcast. Thank you for joining us. Our hope is for you to be encouraged and to connect with God during this message. If you'd like to know more about Thornapple Valley Church, visit tvcweb.com. Hello. It's really an honor and a privilege to be with you. Uh And I want to say it's an honor and a privilege to be with you that are watching online as well. Uh, God is good. And all the time. God is good. So I want to talk about a very important subject tonight, especially for the times that we're dealing with. But first, let's go to the Word of God. And I, I want to lead us in reading the Scripture. And it's actually found... In Luke chapter 8, beginning in verse 22, it says, One day Jesus said to his disciples, Let us go to the other side of the lake. And so they got in a boat and they set out. And as they sailed, he fell asleep. A squall came down on the lake so that the boat was being swamped, and they were in great danger. And the disciples went and woke him up and said, Master, Master, we're going to drown. And he got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters, and the storm subsided and all was calm. And then he looked at them and he said, Where is your Faith, he asked the disciples. And in fear and amazement, they asked one another, who is this that he commands even the wind and the water? And they obey him. So this passage starts out by saying that Jesus came to his disciples and said to them, let us go To the other side. This is the invitation that Jesus gives to all disciples. He calls people to get in the boat with him. The boat is your life, the boat is his life. And he says, I either need you to get in the boat with me or let me get in your boat. And where are we headed? We are headed to the other side. That's the invitation to all people who were created in the image of God who are on planet Earth. Get in the boat with Jesus or let Jesus get in your boat. And we're going to take off and head to the other side. And when they got into the boat with Jesus and they took off, All of a sudden, Jesus climbed down in the squall of the boat and went to sleep. Sometimes, when God is in the boat with you, it seems like He went to sleep. You don't hear anything anymore. Where is God? And everything was quiet. Because when God invites you to get in the boat with him, he trusts what you're going to do. He has faith in you. And he says, if we're going to the other side, then you're going to continue to believe that we're headed to the other side. And so when they took off, All of a sudden, it got very, very quiet. And you got to be careful when it's very, very quiet because it's always quietest just before storm. Now, I hate to put a damper on this, but you are going to have a storm. If you haven't had one yet, just wait. You will have a storm. Storms come in a variety of ways. On the physical earth, we get hurricanes. We get tornadoes. You know, we get a variety. We get tsunamis. We get a variety of types of storms. But we also get storms in our relationships. We get storms in marriages. We get storms in families. We get storms on our jobs sometimes. We get storms in a lot of different ways. The world right now is experiencing a pandemic. A pandemic is a storm. And storms, they speak to us. Storms tell you things. And storms lie to you. See, a storm says, you're going to die. A storm says that beyond this, there is no is. There's no future for you. The storm says, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. That's what the storm says. And here they were, they were looking at the storm and they were looking at the storm so much. And when you're in a storm, here's a little tactic that the enemy used that I want to share with you tonight. When you look at the storm, you're going to try to figure out whose fault it is. It's got to be somebody's fault so I can see the disciples in the boat. And, and, and Peter says to Matthew, did you bring the compass? Oh, no, I forgot about the compass. And they looked at uh, uh, Andrew and they said, did you check the weather today? And they said, no, no, I forgot to check the weather today. And they said, you know, well, wait a minute. Why didn't you do all of this stuff? I mean, you should have checked something. And and Thomas said, well, I kind of doubted it anyway. I mean, you know. So, 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 you know, disciples all start looking at each other, trying to figure out whose fault the storm is. Let me say something to you. Storms come and they go. They come and they go. When you're in the storm, it seems like it's going to last forever, but storms come and storms go. And what disciples have to learn how to do is to stop focusing on the storm. And what about the one who's in the boat? They had the Lord of lords and the King of kings who was right behind them in the boat and they were so focused on the storm that they forgot about Jesus. Amen. Amen. We gotta remember that it was Jesus that invited us into the boat and it was Jesus that knew that this storm was coming and Jesus was fully prepared for this storm And I know that it looked like he was asleep and it looked like God just wasn't involved in any way whatsoever. But let me say this to you. Focus on Jesus more than you focus on the storm. Turn your eyes on Jesus. I love that song, that old song. Turn your eyes on Jesus and look full into his wonderful face, and the things of this earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. You got to look to Jesus. He says, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. You will never be alone. And you might not be able to go around the storm. You might not be able to go over the storm. You might not be able to go under the storm. But he says, I will be with you when you go through the storm. And so they said... Here's what storms say. God don't care. God doesn't care. God doesn't care. In another passage, they said, don't you care? Don't you see we're going to drown? Don't you care? That's what storms say. God doesn't care. But storms lie because God does care. But there's something about going through a storm that will bring something out of you that you didn't know was inside of you. See, when tension and pressure come on, it will bring something to the surface. These guys didn't think they were fearful until the storm came up. And then the Bible says that Jesus got up. My grandmother used to sing a song. It's one I remember. I don't remember much. He may not come when you want him, but he's always right on time. Listen, God may not come to you in your storm, in the moment that you want him to come, but he will always be right on time. What we got to do is turn to Jesus. And the scripture says he got up immediately. And when he got up, He spoke to the storm and he said, peace, be still. And then he looked at the disciples and he said to them, where is your faith? Let me say that again. Where is your faith? Their faith was in the storm. Where is your faith? Listen, we all have faith. The Bible says that to every one of us has been given the measure of faith. So God has already given us faith. Peter and John sees a man laying by the gate called Beautiful, and they say, he said to them, give me silver and gold. They say, silver and gold, have I none. But in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. All that time he was laying there at the gate, he was laying on his faith. You can lay on your faith. You can use your faith to believe in fearful things. Fearful things. The guy that we talked about last week in John 5. For 38 years, he laid on his faith. Listen, you got to have faith in Jesus and you got to have trust in him and you got to put your trust fully in him. Not the storm. Storms come and they go, but Jesus remains. And so when Jesus speaks to the storm, he speaks to them, and he asks them the question, what's up with your faith? You could have done this. You could have got through this. I told you we were going to the other side. Why didn't you trust me? Why didn't you trust me? And so, when they realized in that moment who was really in the boat with them, in fear and amazement. Listen, this type of fear is not the fear that we think of. It is reverence and awe. Suddenly in that moment, they got afraid of the fear that they had before. And they had a fear that was more dreadful and awesome than that because they realized in that moment that God was in the boat with them. Listen, God is in the boat with you. I know you heard all the stuff about the pandemic. I know you heard of all the stuff about the unrest, but I want you to know that God is in the boat with you. And he wants you to come to a conclusion that the fear of Him is greater than the fear of anything else. The fear of Him is preeminent. They feared their fear. God is in the boat with us. And He's got a plan. And He's got a purpose. And He simply used this situation to surface their toxic fear. Just surfaced it. They didn't even think it was there. And they got it out on the table. And what they did right after this, and I can't get into it right now, is Jesus took them on another fear trip to get a little bit more of the fear out. And then he took them on another fear trip to get a little bit more of the fear out. And then he took them on another fear trip to get a little bit more of the fear out. Because on the day of Pentecost, they were going to have to face their fear fears. Listen, God is with you. God loves you. And God's got a plan that's beyond all of this crazy stuff that's going on right now. He's got a plan that's bigger than the storm. Can you say amen to that? Alright, let's pray. So Lord, we just want to thank you that your plan are eternal. They're not based on time. They're based on eternity. And it is your desire not only to get in the boat with us, but to allow us to get in your boat. And then you take us on a journey that sometimes has fearful things in it. But you've got a plan and you've got a purpose. Lord, teach us. To look to you and to not blame each other and to not look at each other as the cause. Teach us, oh God, to look to you and to lean on you and to trust you fully. That what you said is true. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. And, And you will take that which was meant for evil and turn it into something good in our lives. That's our prayer, Lord. We pray this in the mighty name of Jesus and all of God's amazing people said, Amen. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to the Thornapple Valley Church Podcast. If you found this message encouraging, we invite you to share it. For more information, visit tvcweb.com.